the living poop. Hello, and welcome to the second episode of Super Segoy Cast. I'm here with my lovely wife, Alexandra. Hi. My name is Justin. Uh, hope you guys enjoy the show. This week, we are going to be covering the Cherry Blossom Festival that we went to in San Francisco. And if we have some time, maybe some cosplay and video games. So, Alex, what did you think of the festival we went to the other day? Well, first off, the official name... <laughs> was the Northern California Cherry Blossom Festival, and it was the 48th time that they've had it in San Francisco. Cause, wow. Yeah, because they do it in several different towns all over the place, you know? Yes. But this one is kind of special because it's actually in one of the only three remaining authentic Japan towns in... I, I'm not sure if it's just just California, but I think it might be the entire United States. Really? So where are the other two? Um... Well, there's one in Los Angeles, I think. Actually, that I, I don't know. I know <laughs> for sure one of them is in, in San Jose. If I had to guess, I would say San Francisco, probably San Jose, because mm-hmm. that's uh, where we are from, and we do know that small one here. And then yeah. I would imagine L.A. would probably be the other one, because that's also where there's another Chinatown as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, because I know that there's a Chinatown in New York, but I don't know if there's a Japan town there. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it's only a Korean town that they have in New York as well. Yeah. And then in... Like, they have a huge cherry blossom festival <clears throat> in Washington, D.C., but... I'm actually not sure if there is a Japan town there. I don't yeah. think so. Just the trees. They probably have a nice little uh, forest. Well, they do actually. Um, Japan sent over a bunch of cherry blossom trees that they planted over there. So that's probably you know one of the reasons why they have such a big festival there. Because they actually fantastic. have the trees there. I'm sure it's beautiful there. I'm sure you noticed. Because I think you... Were you the one that pointed it out when we yeah. were in San Francisco that there weren't any cherry blossoms? Yeah. Uh, it was actually <laughs> probably the most disappointing thing of that festival is we go there and you're, you're looking for the cherry blossoms because it's a huge thing in Japan. And we get there and there's no trees. Yeah. I believe we, we ended up going outside of like the main part of the festival to random side streets you know just outside and there was one tree that was kind of in bloom imagine just one stick with some flowers on it and that yeah. was pretty much all we got and i actually don't even i'm not entirely sure that was a cherry blossom tree <laughs> yeah it was it was more like just um not a bush but a very very young tree with some pink flowers on it yeah and cherry blossoms are not necessarily pink and that's when they're they're more of like a white or a light, light pink. These ones were like pink, pink. Yeah. So I don't, I'm not even sure that they were cherry blossoms. <laughs> Either way, it was kind of disappointing for what the festival was supposed to be about. And for the 48th year, yeah. you think they would have some kind of like setting yeah. with trees and stuff to go. So Yeah. I mean, you know, there were trees there, but I don't know if they were, because there were empty trees, like, sure. you know, trees that didn't have any foliage. Yes. So maybe those were cherry blossom trees and we just missed the the blossoms you know yeah. maybe they fell off already oh well, i mean i don't necessarily know if weather has to play a factor in that oh it does it's pretty cold in san francisco so the wind it might not have had the chance to grow that's true so. too i mean you know the, th- the whole thing about cherry blossoms in general is that they don't last very long they're only in bloom for you know two weeks max or something like that yeah so they you know they're representative of you know your short time here on earth and you know you're supposed to be very, very spiritual thing to go look at and enjoy and and realize that they're not going to be there for long. Yes, so which is why it's such a big deal. And I believe 
the real term for the cherry blossom tree in, J- in Japanese is the sakura tree, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And so you, they have that as a name for Japanese characters in tons of anime. So it's a very popular name for the tree to go everywhere in Japan. Mm-hmm. Well, my legs are super sore <laughs> from walking. Like, we did a ton of walking. This oh, festival, lots. yeah. Up, up and down hills. Well, it, yeah, because we, we had to park. And actually, I wanted to mention, we used an app to find parking because I knew it was going to be, like, horrible trying to find parking in san francisco yes for this festival they were expecting you know two hundred thousand people over the weekend so yeah that's a lot of people <laughs> tons yes. yeah but anyway so i found an app it's called parking panda and you, what you do is it tells you the availability of certain lots and you prepay for reserved parking spaces so when you go you just kind of go oh, okay i already paid here's my spot and you, you know that you're going to have a spot in whatever lot it is that you paid for yeah oh was it a red panda no, it wasn't. It was oh. just a regular. It was actually a little panda that was shaped like a car. So he was a little parking panda, I <laughs> that, think. <laughs> that's disappointing. I'm not going to lie. Oh, sorry. He should have been a red panda well, shaped like a car. <laughs> yeah, but I thought it was a super cool service. You know, yeah, like, no, it's, I, I didn't it's even know they had something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, we ended up parking like not a mile away. It was like 0.3. But <laughs> from what I remember, it was 0.3. But that was a long, long up, ways to up, walk uphill, for me. Pretty much the whole way there. I'm pretty sure like a half mile seems a lot longer than it really should. Yeah. Like <laughs> I didn't realize it. But, you know, this morning when I woke up, my legs were super sore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I checked my phone and I went like eleven thousand steps or something. Wow, yeah, that's that's quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, usually it's really tough um, to get past like one thousand for me, which is horrible to say because you're supposed to do like ten thousand a day on average for really? for like, a healthy 10, human. <laughs> that's quite the, the number. Yeah, so me barely hitting one thousand is kind of a it's kind of a shame, but <laughs> you know, it's that's not due okay. to laziness, I'm sure. It, well, you know, but. Um, <laughs> So anyway, back to the festival itself, Um, you know, it was pretty cool. The first thing that we wanted to do, there was a Hello Kitty food truck. Yes. A Hello Kitty cafe food truck that was supposed to be there. It was only at like three other locations in California to promote the opening of the Hello Kitty cafe. Um, It's going to be opening sometime this year in Orange County, uh, California. I, they didn't give an exact date, and their websites aren't super helpful. Um, we'll put a link in the notes, but like their official link is actually their Facebook page, and they don't post a whole lot. Wow. Yeah. So. And, and they also have an Instagram that they pretty much just update with the same pictures from their Facebook, but that's about it. So, you know, I'm not quite sure what the exact details of this cafe are. But either way, they have one that's opening up, so that's hopefully a good sign that maybe we'll start getting more at least all over California, maybe they'll bring it up to San Francisco next, L.A., maybe up north into, like, Washington or Oregon. The yeah. more we can bring stuff like that over, it'd be great. Yeah, that's true. Because um, the first one actually opened in Korea, I think it was. Okay. So that's, like, the actual official Hello Kitty cafe. Outside of Japan? or Yeah. Okay. Well, the very first Hello Kitty cafe itself was in Korea. Opened. Really? Yeah. Wow. So... Because of the success in that, they they took a. Cu- I'm not sure if there are any in Japan. Now that you that's mention it, kind of neat that the fact that that's, it's a Japanese themed cafe and they don't have any there. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't research that. But you know, oh, all I know you. for sure is that they're opening one in Orange County. So based on the success of that, we'll see if it opens up anywhere else in California or the United States. Well, either way, we wanted to try some of the food on this 
so-called cafe truck you know yeah there was there's kind of a lot of hype around it because yeah. it's hello kitty and it's a cafe food truck yeah, and it's you know, the and you, only you one got this bright pink hello kitty food truck parked outside and yeah they kind of had it down at the bottom of the hill with like all the kids and where their events were and their like booths but mm-hmm. we wanted to go try out the food that was what the first thing we wanted to do when we got there so when we arrived we walked to the truck and the line was so long yeah so it, large it, it was literally the entire city block like one way down which is ridiculous that a city block is huge yeah i think you know when we were looking at it we were looking at probably like a two three hour wait just to get through that line to try a piece of cake or even a donut from the food truck yeah well the the things that they sold they sold a pack of donuts a pack of macaroons um and a pack of like four petite cakes like like little bite-sized ones you know okay so and and they're kind of pricey like 20 bucks for the little cakes and you know like i said they're bite-sized so but yeah but it's hello kitty you know and there was four of them (laughs) i don't i don't know but whatever so we were gonna try it but it didn't necessarily work out that way because i we we saw the line and we were like um no (laughs) it would have pretty much ruined the festival because we wouldn't have had any time to see anything else yeah we were there for a good like six hours you know we didn't want to spend two of them in the line hoping for food exactly you know moving on from that so since we didn't we didn't end up eating anything from there we we did we were hungry because we hadn't eaten anything yet so yeah so we went into uh they have like a little strip mall inside these main buildings uh, of Japantown. And in there, it's full of restaurants and shops, like anime shops, video shops, things of that nature. And so we had previously gone to a restaurant in this little mall section of Japantown probably about a year ago, the um, name of which is the Kui Shinbo restaurant. And we're like, well, let's go over there. We were with uh, a couple family members. And so we traversed our way through the mall, back up the street, and got some delicious food. It was, it was actually a pretty busy wait to get in there as well. I think yeah. we took about like 20 minutes standing in line. Well, yeah, and the reason why we chose that one, not only because we had been there before, but because it was way out in the back corner on the mm-hmm. second floor. So we're yes. like, oh, maybe people won't have gone up there yet you know because the bottom floor was packed the entire bottom floor at this mall there was just people it was a sea of people and you're just kind of going with the tide like it's really hard to to do anything you felt like you couldn't go into any of the shops because you're like getting in people's ways and i think we got a little lucky because the restaurant was on the second level of this mall and right below us was this huge daiso and i think that was just so busy it kind of took people's attention away from the food upstairs yeah that's probably true gave us a window (laughs) yeah but the food was really good um there was teriyaki ordered of course (laughs) always yeah some gyoza of course yeah it was super good um we'll post a picture of it so you guys can see but it was actually kind of neat because when the when the the skillet of teriyaki beef came out it was sizzling like they just took it off this and so all the sauce was just like bubbling up and it was yeah yeah, it was really cool to see (laughs) super delicious yeah did you and you had sushi too i think right? Uh, i did i had a couple pieces of hamachi and i even went for some uh, tamago for people who don't know what that is hamachi is yellowtail tuna on rice and then the tamago is like a sweet egg on top of rice wrapped with uh, seaweed yeah and uh they're pretty good yeah I, I was just really glad that when we were in there they didn't like 
we weren't being shoved out as fast as possible yes. you know because there was a huge line behind us too it was pretty good to be able to just kind of get off our feet for a little bit get some nice water and yeah. some food you know to help with the rest of the day yeah and it turns out that we had already been walking around for like an hour <laughs> so it was kind of strange the the time went by super fast our time management skills uh, were terrible. not yeah <laughs> like we had all these things planned that we wanted to see and then when we got there it was just like oh all the time went away what what happened yeah you know um like when we first got there it took us like like i said like an hour to walk down that main strip Mm -hmm. and we it felt like we didn't even do anything no not really you didn't really get to check out any of the booths it was kind of quick glances yeah before we decided okay let's go get some food because our our main (laughs) goal was just to go to the hello kitty food truck you know so yeah we were hoping to taste some of that some of that cute (laughs) sweetness i guess i don't know yeah but it was kind of strange you made a comment about the main booths though you know yeah so we went to i guess you call it like the main strip of the festival and they had booths lined up on both sides like you would i guess at any kind of event and none of these booths were really japanese oriented booths you had like an Xfinity booth, an NBC booth. Yeah. They had San Francisco PD and CHP had booths to recruit people. So it was kind of like, I'm here for the Cherry Blossom Festival. Why am I getting things that aren't even Japanese oriented? Yeah. It's supposed to be a celebration of, of culture and heritage. And, yes. You know, all these things. And yet there's nothing related to it. We're in Japantown. Hello. And, yeah. And, <laughs> and we're, we're sitting here. here with just <laughs> nothing really of yeah use, really and we it, were actually oh sorry we were looking forward to um seeing there there was supposed to be a group of shiba inus these awesome japanese dogs that were supposed to meet up there they had their yeah. own booth and stuff but you know when we got there there wasn't anything except for like the the guys that were running the booth they brought their one or two dogs yeah i think there i think in total at that booth there was two shiba inus they had an akita booth which i think had one mm-hmm. akita not even full size you know just like yeah. a, a puppy couple people walking around with some shiba inus maybe total for the day we saw five yeah not which was supposed to happen because they were kind of trying to get a huge gathering of these shiba inus for the event yeah and it was, it kind was of a like letdown. the official shiba inu fanciers of california <laughs> or something <laughs> you know <laughs> sounds but, fancy yeah we were looking forward to seeing it though and then there weren't any and even if we could that booth was always like packed full of people who just wanted to go pet them so yeah. it was like well <laughs> i want to go pet them too though they're so cute yeah so. i know but you know i i guess i'm kind of glad that there weren't more people that had them because it was just so busy yeah but hey if anybody wants to uh donate me a shiba inu <laughs> you can uh, send me an email at supersegoycast at gmail.com i would love <laughs> to hear from you thanks yeah just donate it you know <laughs> just donate you know i'll send you a card or something hand-drawn letter everything yeah just, just send me an email appreciate well, it so if off off of those off of that um <laughs> going back to the booths there was actually a side street that w- was a little bit better we weren't so yes. disappointed it was it was more japanese oriented to say the least well yeah like there was booths from local um shops and and things in the area that were giving well not giving but you know they were uh selling yeah good there, product yeah there was a lot of jewelry i was surprised mm-hmm. i think there was like three booths just with like necklaces and earrings and things of that nature trinkets and stuff yeah and then there were some cool like t-shirts and things yes. like that uh, not festival t-shirts but just t-shirts from like local businesses yeah like I said, or... really nice t-shirts too you yeah know, great sayings great pictures um there was even a couple booths with like hand-drawn art for like anime characters comic book characters that were yeah. really nice as well that was pretty neat and yeah. then um there was a whole another art section that was uh 
they, they think they were giving away like posters or not giving away i don't know why i keep saying that <laughs> it's okay you just wanted something free and we didn't get it so you're let down yeah, probably <laughs> um they it was like uh, they were they were selling prints and like greeting cards and you know that kind of thing but they were all uh based on cherry blossom trees and really cool like scenery oh really things. i didn't yeah. see that one it was the very very first one when we walked in oh, okay. we were kind of like shuffled past it yeah, by the crowd real but... quick with all the people yeah you know uh one of my favorite booths i think was actually it wasn't in part of the side strip just kind of a little side note it was inside the mall mm-hmm. it was someone who had done like water paint oh, anime yeah. and like comic books mm-hmm. like the heroes and things of that nature some of the villains you know and they were so good i've never seen a water painting done so well i was super excited to look at all of those yeah i've never been good at watercolor <laughs> i tried yeah. couldn't could never get the hang of it you know yeah. but, but then again it's, it's a tough tough thing to do yeah you know the last time i tried was probably like i don't know 20 years ago oh man <laughs> So I think it's safe to say that I'd have some practice to catch up. Yeah, definitely. Um, there were three stages there, though. Well, there's supposed to be three stages for, you know, different, uh, I don't know, exhibitions and whatnot they were going to have. Yeah, the music, dance, and things yeah. of that nature. Some cosplay shows. Yeah, the the one when we first walked in, um, it was empty. They, they hadn't started anything yet. And we had actually, you know, when we saw it, it was like an hour after the whole festival had started it was the sakura 360 stage and that's where they were supposed to have like a lot of the cosplay and more uh anime type of you know stuff that wasn't it was traditional but not so old school traditional stuff you know Mm. so we were looking forward to seeing what was happening there but there was like nothing there so we just kind of went past it i think we when we showed up there wasn't anything going on the stage and when we came out of eating food there wasn't anything on the stage when we came back from checking out like some of the side booths and even some of the side buildings which we'll cover here in a little bit there's still nothing going on the stage i think when we actually looked at like the the booklet of events mm-hmm. happening there the one event was at like one thirty, which happened to be when we were eating food sadly yeah so it either was just very bad timing on our port or it was very limited what events they had going on on this main stage yeah i'm sure it was just us <laughs> <laughs> probably because it seemed like they were doing a ton of stuff and yeah. yet we just didn't see any of it you know what was neat though was when we did first arrive we kind of got to check out just a little bit before we went down to the hello kitty food truck was that they had taiko drums on one of the side stages oh no that was actually the main stage that in, was the main stage yeah in the um, plaza itself yeah. that was the main stage where they were doing like all the all the, the big stuff. You okay, know? I thought the Sakura 360 was the uh, oh, no. main stage. Mm-mm. Okay, my misunderstanding. But it was kind of great, you know, they had that going on there. And I think later on on that main stage, we saw some, like, dance that was uh, like a workers type dance that was happening at that time. Yeah, it was a traditional fisherman dance. Yes, there it, we go. It was pretty cool. But, it was. You know, it was so busy again that we couldn't really, like, the, the, the sitting area for that stage is kind of in... Um, a spot that's sunken down yeah, so there's enclosed. stairs to get in there you know yeah. and you couldn't get in there because the whole top area was in between the two sides of the mall mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so there was just so much foot traffic you could not make your way to that area and even if you could there's people standing on the edge like looking at what's happening on the stage so you're like well i can't see i can't go down the stairs there's not there's no seats down there anyway it was just i don't know so in other words you're saying bring stilts 
or we can go classic with moon shoes yeah. <laughs> bring a pogo stick you know some kind of way to jump up above the crowd yeah definitely Work like around it yeah i wish i could have like fit on your shoulders you know that that probably i probably could have seen more if yeah we, we could have tried that. next time next time we'll work on that but um yeah no i just i wish that there it wasn't so busy like yeah i'm not saying not to go because it was so busy you know it's, it's probably what it sounds like i i feel like i'm being really negative about how many people there were but, yeah, but i just i kind of felt like i couldn't enjoy a whole lot it was it made it having that many people there for you and me personally it made the event itself kind of hard to enjoy because you just, i mean it's so busy but it was a great thing for japantown in the city and oh, yeah. all those small side businesses it brought in so much foot traffic over these next few weekends it's it's just going to be great for them and oh, yeah. their small businesses because everything was jam-packed. Yeah. No, that I agree with. Like, every time we passed by something, it was just people. People, people, people in all yeah. the stores and in all the restaurants and whatever. So You go there on a normal weekend, normal day of the week, and they're nowhere near this level of busy. So yeah. this is it's just great for them. Yeah, that's very true. I can't complain about that. <laughs> <laughs> but so we were trying to get away from all these people for a little while. So after we got through, like, all of the... Um, I don't know the 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 cooler booths, the ones yeah, that that we weren't like out that ads. side aisle. Yeah, um, there was a bunch of like secondary buildings that you could go in that were having ex- exhibits and demonstrations and stuff. Which is interesting because like you're talking about like Japanese traditional culture and things of that nature, and these are buildings that are off of the main strip. So how, you, how would you even know about them? Right. There was an app that luckily you downloaded so mm-hmm. that kind of helped us find these little pins all over the map so we knew where we could go along with the small subtle signs they had on the sidewalk yeah so maybe if you want to tell the, the listeners what this app was so if they want to go next year or the years down the road they have a way to find events yeah well i mean i don't know if they'll make it next year or not i would hope so yeah. i would think so because this why was they wouldn't well this was the first time it was created i think well then it should only get better yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was the official uh northern california cherry blossom festival app so the, it was you know sponsored by them and they had all all the stuff on there so that way you could see when things were happening and where it was happening and and info on the different events itself mm-hmm. so it was helpful i don't know why we didn't use it earlier we should have uh, yeah or why we didn't use it more so because we actually missed a couple few like places yeah like the whole I, I was telling justin from the beginning like i was like i want to go see they're gonna have uh, an exhibit with all the all weapons and stuff like yeah, that which i really, really want to see it to see. yeah and you know if i would have looked at the app i would have yeah. seen that when we first walked in by the soccer 360 stage it was like in a store or a building that was like right near there yeah who cares about a hello kitty food truck when you can go see weapons i mean <laughs> yeah you that, know that's my opinion anyway <laughs> um but we totally missed it because yeah. you know we didn't and and when we were walking by we were just shuffled along in the sea of people so we didn't even we didn't even think I, well me personally i didn't realize that going into the side stores was even an option really yeah, i would have thought <laughs> most of the business would be closed down just due to the overwhelming populace of people that were there at the event yeah I mean, it, you know, it, really, it wouldn't make sense for them to close. No, but, but still. But, yeah, like, for me, I felt like I wasn't allowed to go in there, you know? Like, oh, well, it's there's people all in front and blocking the doors and blah, blah, blah. So I'm not going to try to go in there. But um, the stuff that we did find in the secondary buildings, they were it was actually pretty cool stuff. So yes. we went into the... The JCCCNC building, which is the Japanese Cultural and Community Center of Northern California, 
lots of C's in that one. Oh, yeah. I think there's like 16. Yeah. When we first walked in, the guy's <laughs> like, oh, welcome to the JCCCNC. And I was like, the, the, the what? All I heard was C, 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 and C. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So good luck with looking that one up later. Yeah. But, well, we'll put a link at the end in the notes. But um, oh, okay. it was neat because they had uh, exhibits for, uh, well, they had a, a Koto demonstration. Which was fantastic to listen yeah. to. Uh, koto is uh, a traditional instrument. It's like, it's kind of, you could kind of say it's like a sitar. Kind of. It's very long wooden and in. From, it ends with strings. Yeah. Anywhere from one, I think there's a one string variation to a three, seven, and like, I think this one they are using 13, I believe. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure about the string numbers, but uh, there was That's a lot. That's what I was kind of looking up. Yeah. <laughs> but this, these ones, I believe, were 13 string yeah. uh, kotos. So. Well, it's pretty cool. They yeah. had quite a range of sounds. Um, yeah. When we were when we went in there, the group, it was a group of four or five women. Uh, I think it was five women who were playing the kotos, and then there was one playing a violin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which sounded fantastic. Yeah. And when we went in there, they actually played a Vivaldi song, yeah. you know, classical classical vivaldi they they played a song and so i was like whoa this is cool because i, I kind of like classical music but you know so it was really neat to hear it i wasn't expecting that i was expecting more traditional stuff you know it, it, i'm not a huge fan of classical but i enjoyed being able to sit there relax and just hear the different version of yeah. a classical song played on the koto it was my first experience with that instrument and it was thoroughly enjoyable enjoyable so yeah well the, in that building too they also had um traditional embroidery demonstrations and examples that they had done there uh it was pretty cool you know my mom was interested she, oh, yeah, she likes like, needlepoint and all yeah, that she kind likes of thing. To sew and stuff so yeah not that i don't but i'm not good at that i, I don't could, I, I don't have the patience i have meaty hands i would just stab myself 24 <laughs> 7 so i wouldn't even give it a try really but a lot yeah. of what they had there was really beautiful yeah we'll put some pictures up too so yes. people can see we didn't take a whole lot of pictures but we took some you no, know enough. i mean the overall section itself wasn't huge by any means yeah but, it was in a classroom so that that'll help um, yeah you know there was only maybe like eight or ten different examples of work that they had done yes so uh, but and we, then there was three people sitting there kind doing, of doing it. work. Yeah, yeah so who you actually, could see it. Yeah, were students there. And yeah. Which was neat, though, because it kind of led to another room where they had, like, traditional Japanese paper dolls mm-hmm. that were made. Yeah, which was actually a lot bigger than the exhibit itself. There was tons to choose from. And, mm-hmm. man, some of them were so complex, and it was really nice to see. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, uh, well... I, I want to compare it to origami in a way, but it's not because you're not folding the paper. No, you're not. You end up, um, you, you kind of wet the paper and shape it in different ways and use different textures and different patterns and stuff like that to create these dolls. Yeah. And you put them in different, um, you know, environments and things like that. Outfits and, and yeah. I think we saw one samurai and... Yeah, he was awesome. He was. I think we got a picture of that we'll put up. Mm-hmm. And there's another one we wanted to get a picture of, but it was sitting on like a, a wireframe horse that was kind of like yeah on his back two legs man it it looked really awesome yeah but the pictures i'm not a good enough photographer to to (laughs) capture what how neat it was like these things are only like you know maybe six or seven inches tall they're not like huge but because of the wire that it was sitting on for the horse it didn't it looked funny in the photos it didn't really translate yeah you couldn't tell what it was you're like what (laughs) well (laughs) it was kind of funny though again these were students and teachers who were Mm -hmm. doing these things because this is another classroom environment and they were there showing off their work. And there's this one where this lady did her own dog. And you can see the dog oh, yeah. there. And between the dog and the, the paper version of the dog, it looked 
very very similar it was kind of cool to see that yeah i actually didn't realize that that was the dog because <laughs> i saw the thing and i was like oh look here's a dog you know and yeah. i'm looking at it, i'm like this is neat because it, it was wearing i don't remember what it was wearing i think it, it was, was wearing like a kimono gardening or something you know yeah. and then i looked over and the, and the dog was sitting on the owner's lap in the corner and i was like oh wait and justin's like that's the dog and i was like <laughs> are you sure and then yeah there's a photo that, uh, yeah, right, there, right to, there and i was like oh I'm dumb. <laughs> you know? But it was, it was really neat to see because you actually had a live comparison. Yeah, it was pretty cool. They looked neat. Yeah, yeah they were fun. They were really cool. Um, and then in one of the other rooms there... Oh, actually, this wasn't... Was it in another room, the Ikebana? Uh, yes. Yes, it was. Okay. It, I think we ended up going like downstairs and to the right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That, that's probably why I felt like it was in a different building because there were stairs or something. Yeah. But so Ikebana is an art form of arranging flowers, basically. And you just kind of take whatever and you you turn it into something pretty, you know? Oh, yeah. These, I'm not a huge flower connoisseur by any means. Like <laughs> Connoisseur. Whatever. <laughs> I like to taste flowers, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Either way, there's, some of these are put together. It was so fascinating to see how these people can even imagine to take a flower and a plant and some wood and put it all together the way they did. And yeah. it was just, it was, oh. I really like the use of branches in a lot of them. We, I yeah. think I took the, we took, uh, both of us, we took the most pictures in that room. I took a few. I think <laughs> I, I was trying to get her to take photos because we want to put some up for you guys to see. So hopefully you'll be interested in going in future years. And she ended up taking, I think, a photo of every single plant in there because they were oh, all almost. just so beautiful. Yeah. I won't post all of them though because they didn't <laughs> all come out that great. <laughs> no, but, but. I, I think in total there's probably like 25 yeah. and she probably took like 20. <laughs> yeah, probably. But there are some really neat ones. Uh, I definitely had a favorite. But, you know, it was just really cool because there were a lot of flowers that I actually hadn't seen before. Yes. I mean, not that, you know, I'm, I'm no florist. I don't know. I'm not a connoisseur. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not a connoisseur either. But, you know, so it was kind of cool because my brother pointed out that uh, these flowers, um, they used them, the, you know, the real flowers, as yeah. a basis for uh, the flowers that you use in one of the Nintendo 3DS games. Oh, so, yeah, that's right. I forgot he mentioned that yeah, to us. Yeah, and I was thinking <laughs> was about like, it, and Whoa. I was like, oh, he's totally right. <laughs> you know, so that was kind of fun. Yeah. If anybody plays Flower Town on 3DS, you'll know what I'm talking about. But, oh, hopefully you can know. street pass someday. Oh, yeah. You know what? <laughs> we got so many street passes. Well, we probably could have gotten way more. Oh, if we'd actually paid attention. But, I mean, we're trying to pay attention to the event and not play video games in the middle oh, well, of the street. Yeah, that's true. And not only that, but there wasn't any place to, like, sit and go through your tags. Yeah, really, there wasn't. Yeah. But, for people who don't know, the Nintendo 3DS is like the new handheld version. I'm sure you probably know this, but you street pass <laughs> by walking by people who have other 3DS DSs, so you meet them. And if you have these little downloaded games, which you can actually buy more of, you can play certain games with them. One of which is like a flowering game where you kind mm-hmm. of gather seeds with other people and you grow unique plants. Yeah, and you're playing with the other people's avatars. Yes. it's not like you know, it's not just like oh. You pass by four people. No, yeah. you actually see their little avatars and you play against them. They say them hello to you and... or whatever they have as their like predestined like uh, message. Oh, they're greeting. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, know I actually changed mine to say Super Segoy Cast. So <laughs> if you ever pass me, you'll know. You'll know. This, oh, so that's who I listen to on a weekly basis. <laughs> yeah. I think mine just says Konnichiwa. Very bland, but hey. Well, that's okay. Yeah. You can always change it. But know? I mean, either way, the point being, it's super neat. I think in total, we each met like 30 people and you meet people from all over the world. Yeah. If they are around you, I've met somebody from the Canary Islands near Spain. 
So yeah. it's really cool. You know, you don't just meet people from California. Yeah. It's cool because it, it kind of fills in a little puzzle piece every time you yeah. meet somebody. There's it's, like an achievement. Or, you well, there's several discover achievements. the whole world, you know. It'd yeah. be really awesome. Yeah. But it's always fun. Um, and then if you street pass somebody like two multiple times, it'll yeah. tell you, oh, I've met you one other time before. Or I've met you three times. And it's like, wait where 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 did i yeah, see you where, are you Who stalking are you? me what's going on all of a sudden <laughs> yeah but it's it's fun you know <clears throat> getting a little sidetracked here yeah, with the 3ds <laughs> back to the flowers um the, yeah. well actually we were done with the flowers are we done with the flowers yeah and your 20 photos I, <laughs> yeah <laughs> well yeah uh we found another building we did and uh, um it was the, oh i'm sorry am i cutting you off again no not at all no go ahead lead the way i would love to hear what you have to say okay well, it was the, the Japanese-American Citizens League, the, the National JACL, and um, it's actually a pretty cool building because uh, it goes over the history of Japanese-Americans in, you know, California and the United States in general. Um, it was nice because they, they had an origami exhibit in there and people were doing origami, but also when you first walked in against the wall, there was a whole exhibit, which I think is there all the time. It wasn't just there for the festival. Yeah. Um, that went over, you know, like the the camp times and stuff. So it was kind of nice to see that stuff because it was like, oh, yeah, you know, this is like a darker part of, of their the history. history. And yeah. it's it's still here. You know, they obviously they haven't forgotten, but, you know, it's there. So that way, if anybody else is interested, they can see it and remember, too. Yeah. Like you a know? forgive. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, was, it was a nice touch. Yeah. You know, to be able to see that while you're there. Yeah. And that's what I was kind of expecting more of yeah, while exactly. we were there at this at this festival. But right. I was expecting way more historical, cultural stuff. Exactly. Especially considering this is the 48th year that they've run it. Right. You think they would have more to it. Yeah. Of that nature. But either way, so you get to the historical part of the room and mm -hmm. you, you walk into this other smaller by room and they had crazy amounts of origami. It was really cool seeing Like, I think the first thing you see is like a gigantic, like, castle. And I mean, oh, the, the yeah, thing yeah, was yeah. huge. It was super neat to see. And like, there was tons of really big, like there's a mask and there was some like Star mm -hmm. Trek ships and all of these things were done with one single piece of paper, no cuts. And like, that's just, it's mind blowing to see that somebody can do some of these things that we'll post on photos for you guys to look at. And yeah. just, wow, how do they do that with one piece of paper? Yeah. Like this mask that he's mentioning, it was, you know, a good like 10 inches tall or something. It was like a Babylonian or Armenian or some, some type of, you know, old, old mask like that. And it was just made out of gold paper and yeah, it was super it was neat. Fantastic. It was folded to look like scales and stuff. So that way, you know, you could get all the dimensions and things. Yeah. You know, like, I guess you could compare it to, um, Oh, geez. What's the term for video games? Not pixels, but when things are squares, you know? And you have the polygons. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can go. compare it to polygons. Wow. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um, you can compare it to that. So I that need more you coffee get the... if you're going to ask me hard questions. <laughs> that way you can get the different shapes and stuff. It was, it was really neat to see. And I liked how they had demonstrations. Or not demonstrations. They had people but... teaching you. If you wanted to take the time to wait for a seat to open up, you could sit down and they would give you a piece of paper. And they would give you like a beginning design to try like right. I, I saw this one guy he was folding a frog it was a cool little frog yeah but it was neat because they were teaching you how to do origami yeah which was kind of something that was happening in the jcccnc building <laughs> i think i had too many c's in that sentence either way um they had classes for the embroidering and for the the paper dolls and mm -hmm. things of that nature so it was it was kind of neat to be able to see that and be like oh if i really wanted to come out here and do it 
they're promoting to come out here and experience Japanese culture in these ways. Oh, yeah. They were very welcoming. They're like, oh, if you want to try, we have, you know, we meet up once a month and, and this is how it goes. You know, sh- stop on by. Like, yeah. You come know, join us. You know, it's really fun. Neat. Yeah. They were all very friendly, too. You know, these people. It was nice. It was. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you going to say something? Well, uh, I was just going to continue on with what our, the rest of our day was like, you know. Yeah, so go for we it. We walk out of the origami building and at this point, I think we'd been there for like four hours. I'm yeah. hungry again, you know. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm a fairly large person. Uh, I like to eat food. I'm not fat, people. Don't get the wrong <laughs> image of what I look like, okay? Everybody says he's a big buff guy. Uh, he, he's he's kind of, he's very stocky. You know, he's just a big dude. Yeah. He's I just a big dude. That's a lumber person. Go cut down trees. A lumber person. A lumber person. You gotta be gender neutral there. Well, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I could be a lumber person. You could be with your little 5'2 frame. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to care. I could carry the branches. Hey, you know? yeah, there you I go. Could, I could clear off the logs so you that way. You can drive like... me around in the big truck. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that'd be cool. You know what? I could also climb up on like the ropes like old school style oh, like, like the Mulan. one that like, climbs hella yeah. fast up the yeah <laughs> see i can go up up the trees and knock off all the stupid stuff do you don't it. want yeah i couldn't do it <laughs> that's too much effort anyway oh, so yeah. i needed to feed myself i need fuel so we decided to go check out another like side alley which was full of food tents mm-hmm. and uh, it smelled so, delicious oh, they had barbecues <laughs> going on everything it was amazing mm-hmm. uh I think they had they had what's known as a uh, mochi waffles, which was oh, yeah. really good. And they put that with like ice cream and syrups and things of that nature. That's mm-hmm. not what I got. I got to eat a little healthier, so I went to the teriyaki burger place and got a, a nice teriyaki burger, which was really good. They were it was a big burger too. It's not like you know you, it wasn't like a fast food place where you go and get like a little tiny like little tiny hamburger or something. patty. Yeah, you know, it was it was a legitimate burger. Yeah, you know, it, well priced, it was only like six bucks, I think. So it wasn't too bad. Oh yeah, totally better than like a diner burger. You know, where Very you pay much, like yeah. eight to ten bucks for a burger and it's not it's not that filling. <laughs> no, at least you get fries with those. At least uh, I was a little let down. I didn't get any fries. Oh, that's yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, it looked good though. I didn't get one because I wasn't that hungry. So. <laughs> Again, she's only 5'2". Yeah, I don't know that much. <laughs> um, I, sadly, though, that kind of takes me back to another kind of negative point. Uh, mm-hmm. Down by where the food was, I get it, they have live bands playing music oh, while we're there. Yeah. And sadly, it wasn't Japanese-oriented live music. You know, I don't need, like, some traditional stuff, but there's kind of Japanese pop culture music that they can play. Yeah. J-pop or well, you rock know, or something. And when we left the mall the first time, yes. um, a girl in a rock band handed me a flyer. So I was like, oh, cool. You know, it was it was a J-rock band. Oh, so, really? Yeah. That's and awesome. she was like, yeah, we're going to be playing later. And I was like, oh, cool. You know, thinking like, this is what I, I get to listen to later. But yeah, we walked out and it was it like... It was not that at all. Yeah, it was like some sort of like, I don't know, I guess it was kind of jazzy. You can kind of say, yeah, you know? Yeah, like, like a, a weird jazz rock-esque yeah, thing. Yeah, but it was like, why? It wasn't wasn't it wasn't <laughs> bad sounding, but what was probably the most obnoxious thing was that it was super loud. loud. You could barely hear yourself think. I'm trying to communicate with the food vendor to get my hamburger and she's Japanese, so her English is still a work in progress, you know, mm-hmm. so that made it kind of hard. And let alone, not only could I not hear what she was saying to me in Japanese, but she couldn't even hear what I was saying in English. So it needed to be toned down just just a little bit. Yeah. Like, you know, I get that they want people to just kind of drink and have a good time and stuff like that, spend money. But at the same time, it's like, well, you know, I got to be able to hear what I'm doing. Though. Yeah. Otherwise, how are you supposed <laughs> to enjoy the event? Yeah. We ended up avoiding that stage, to be honest, because, you know, we didn't want to, we didn't, it was annoying. We were done hearing it, you know. That yeah, we just kind of gave up on it. Yeah, we, we decided gave to go up back inside. <laughs> we that's what happens. Your brain kind of just shuts down when it's that loud, you know. So we we took that time to 
go back inside to the mall and we wanted to get some coffee. And so we went to like a Japanese themed cafe, but they were so like busy. They were actually sold out of a lot of their unique flavored coffees. Oh and yeah. It was kind of disappointing to be honest. Yeah. Good for them. Again. Good for them. But yeah. yeah, they were just, they are out of the product. You know, I ended up getting just like a basic vanilla latte and oh. I think you got what? Uh, I got a, an ice cream. Yeah. A vanilla crunch, <laughs> which was neat how they made it. Why? Oh, the mixers? Yeah, like they, they, like they took like the cream or whatever, and they put it in a mixer, and they kind of stirred it around, and then they put... Um, well, the mixers were super neat, because they, yeah. they had all this like dry ice around it. Yeah, you know, like... <laughs> they like, looked all super fancy. It's how they froze ice cream together, you know? It was like they actually made the ice cream for you. It wasn't like some pre-made thing in a tub. Oh, really? I wasn't paying attention. Oh, it was actually... Was, it was really cool. <laughs> there wasn't enough space for me at the counter, <laughs> and I'm too short. It's a tiny little shop, to be honest, but... <laughs> You know, it was kind of neat to watch. They only have three machines, and they have, like, three people working. And each person is just taking their time making all these different kinds of ice creams. And it was it was kind of, ni- like, nice to see, let alone they had, like, amazing little cupcakes that I wanted to get. Yeah, they looked really good. And they had, like, a Reese's one, a Snickers one. I was just like, oh. Yeah, tons but, of stuff. The, I wanted to get – okay, so when we were going back to the – or when we were going through – the food vendors, they had hot dogs there. Like, oh, yeah. I forgot about the hot dogs. Yeah, like Japanese hot dogs. And let me tell you. The, the when authentic we were in, Japanese hot dogs. Yeah. When we were in Japan, I had those hot dogs all the time. They like, served them for breakfast. They had breakfast hot dogs. They, they, they're not even a lunch and or dinner thing out there for them like it is here in America. No, they are a breakfast item. You go to a coffee shop, they serve you a hot dog with yeah. lettuce and like tomato, sometimes ketchup, sometimes like a red hot sauce. That is what they eat. Yeah. And they are actually really good. Oh, I love those hot dogs. Yeah. I took a picture of one of the hot dogs <laughs> yeah. and I put it on the wall. We'll have to uh, <laughs> repost it on our uh, Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. Yeah. But... It was super good. The vendor was sold out. I know. I was, was so disappointed. Was really I think they opened up at 10 and at this point I think it was about 4. So yeah. you're, you're like only 6 hours into the event, which doesn't even close until what, 7? Yeah, I think it was on until 7. So and then they were done. They had no more hot dogs. Yeah. I don't know if they refilled them, you know, for the next day. I would whatever, hope so. But <laughs> I would think so. Authentic Japanese hot dogs, everybody. They're really good. Yeah. If you like hot dogs, you know, you'll yeah. like these hot dogs. <laughs> for breakfast. You don't there's, need eggs in your diet anymore. Yeah, no, it's, there's nothing <laughs> special about it for breakfast. Like I said, it was a breakfast hot dog, but it's just a hot dog you eat at breakfast. It's not like hey. made out of eggs or anything. Hey, don't <laughs> hate on the Japanese breakfast hot dog, okay? I'm not. I, right. I ate them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it just doesn't seem natural to go get like a ballpark Frank and be like, I'm going to have this for breakfast. It just doesn't work in my mind. But yeah. now you tell me it's a Japanese authentic hot dog. I'll eat it. Well, you know, okay. So I guess it's not a normal American hot dog. No, because it's, it's the American hot smaller. dogs are like thicker. Yeah, and you stumpy. Know, yeah. Well, these hot dogs are much thinner, yeah. and the casing on them is a little bit thicker. It's different, but they taste. Um, there's more flavor in them, I think. I think a lot so. Yes. Yeah, a lot so. A lot so. <laughs> hmm. You want to talk about some of the cosplay we saw? Well, yeah. So we uh, <laughs> we went and got this coffee that I was kind of talking about. We saw a few characters on the way in and out of there. I think um, we actually got a photo. Uh, for people who watched the anime Naruto, there was mm-hmm. a, a Gara and a Temari, who are two characters within that show. And they were probably some of the best-looking cosplayers we saw while yeah. we were at this event. They were my favorite. That's yeah. why I took their picture. Yeah, and they were really nice enough to kind of like let us take a good photo of them, you know. So we'll post that up. They looked really great. There was... Um, well, unfortunately, oh. though, because I'm, I'm not a very good host yet, <laughs> I didn't get their contact info oh. or, you know, like their, their Instagram names or anything like Something. that. So I can't like credit who they are. 
but they were very nice girls very nice very nice <laughs> that's all I, yeah and, and then i mean you, you see like the random ones like there was a, a goku from dragon oh, yeah. ball z and then there was um a few uh characters from league of legends which is um a game you play on your computer and there's free a free online game yeah you know there's a, a jinx character an uter character in Italy you're playing in like different skins you know it was kind of ne- nice to see mm-hmm. um oh and then i spotted kiki from kiki's delivery service which is a around. movie you've still never seen uh, yet somehow you know, you know the character you know everybody knows <laughs> kiki okay <laughs> just because i have i've seen most of the studio ghibli things i just have not seen kiki's delivery service i'm sorry for people who are listening to this she's trying to defend herself when she puts her hands on her hips <laughs> she's getting into this i gotta tell you what's up stance and so she's let her defend herself. It's a more. power pose. Yeah, there you go. Power posing right now. She's power posing everybody that can't see her. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we saw a very nice Kiki. Oh, yeah. But that's all. Yeah. And one of my favorites, there was um, a no face and it's not coming to me at the moment, but the enemy that it's in. Oh, uh, I was going to say Howl's Moving Castle. No, no but that's a good no, anime no, 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 either no. way. It's, it's Spirited Away is what it's Spirited from. Away, thank yeah. you. Yes, but it was um, it just kind of posted up in a corner and had actually been there for quite a bit of the day. Well, we saw him when he walked in, or yeah. he or she, when when they walked, walked in. in. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we were like, oh, look, it's a no face, you know, but there was like so many people around him. You couldn't yeah. get a good photo. And so when we came by later, yeah, it was posted up in like the a, a corner in one of the hallways um, in the restaurant alley kind of thing in the mall. Yeah. So it really, it fit well. Like it made me think that he was in the bathhouse like in Spirited Away, you know, because he was up against the wooden walls just exactly. like Exactly. So Justin went and got a picture of him. We kind of think that he'd been there for some like time. We thought maybe he brought like a stool or something in a backpack and he was just like, or he or she was yeah. sitting down in the stool just kind of like holding it up with like a post or something. Yeah. It was, kinda... it was a very like... Um, um, it was a very flowy, wide costume. Yes. So if they were sitting on a stool, you wouldn't have been able to tell. Yeah. Either way, I still think it was a nice looking cosplay. It wasn't the most complicated one by any means, but no, I think they did cool. a really good job. Yeah. So one. It, the only see, I told him that it was it was disproportionate because the head was like super huge, you know, big yeah. round ball kind of jack in the box head. But um, you know that it, it still looked cool. I was just saying. I know? still imagine because I believe No Face in that movie he gets bigger when he decides to eat whatever the heck it is that he eats. But but it has a mask. That's yeah. So the you're mask right. doesn't it, get any bigger. Yeah. His head gets bigger, but his not body the mask. gets bigger. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. But Either way, not the point. They no, were cool. It was still a cool I'm not cosplay. Hating. The fact that they 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 did the attempt. It's more yeah. than I could say. Yeah. And then when we were walking around too, um, there was a Roxas from Kingdom Hearts two. I think was? it was Kingdom Hearts yeah. two. It might have been Kingdom Hearts, uh, like, I don't know, Chain of Memories or something, but it doesn't matter. One of the Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, one of the Kingdom Hearts. Roxas was there. He had a Keyblade. Yeah. Yeah. He, he I had, only saw them from behind, though. He had two Keyblades. He had the main, oh. like, he had a silver one with, like, uh, jewels on it, kind of, like, dangling off, like, the key mm-hmm. part of the, the Keyblade itself. And then in his, like, backpack, he had, like, a black keyblade which was really cool looking oh see i couldn't really see that well because i'm short so (laughs) i just kind of saw them walking okay one the thing about the cosplayers that we saw except for um those two naruto girls yes was that it was always when they were walking away either to and fro somewhere so it's not like we could get a lot of pictures or get their attention was so busy it was really kind of hard to be able to get anything yeah you know and they weren't like you know they weren't stationary so it's not like we could just walk up and take a photo can we steal you in the crowd of people to put you in another crowd of people to take a photo there was a couple of cosplay groups but i I didn't recognize what they were from so you know i kind of i wanted to ask them but i couldn't get close enough (laughs) i think probably one of the most recognizable cosplays we saw was that uh cinderella Oh, yeah. Out in the middle of, like, but, the, the main yeah, event. Yeah, but know? it was the new Cinderella yeah. from, from the very, the newest movie that came out. So it's like, why? 
you know, it's cool that she was there, but you know, this is this is the cherry blossom festival. Why is Cinderella here? Why not let this lady be Cinderella? I'm just she saying. wants to be Cinderella in you a nice know, blue dress. From what I saw, that dress was gorgeous, though. Yeah, it was huge and fluffy, and she looked like Cinderella. Hey, obviously, all the kids loved it. Yeah, they did. No, so. I, I'm just saying. You know, could have been, could have been. I don't know anybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry that was terrible anyway (laughs) i I like an end note uh we were standing around um our brother was inside a video shop looking for an anime movie or tv show that maybe he wanted to buy so while you took that opportunity to find like a wood cutout of a samurai and uh i think it was a geisha right Mm -hmm, yeah and we decided to go take a photo with our faces in the holes you know and uh, we'll post that up as like our main picture for the show yeah because it came out pretty well you know yeah exactly i think it was kind of it was a fun opportunity i was the geisha for everybody who needs to know this i I think i look pretty good be able to tell when they look at the photo no i think the facial hair gives me like well, you, nice you know, little, I could yeah. have facial hair. You could. <laughs> <laughs> you take your hair and just like hang it over your chin. Yeah. Um, I actually, I did have one thing of, to go back to cosplay oh, that okay. I just read. Um, well, I just read the other day. So Yaya oh, Han. Yeah. yeah. Yaya Han, who is a very, very famous uh, cosplayer who cosplays all around the country. International too, I believe. She was on a TV show last, like last year, last two years ago. Yeah. I think they she had like two on, seasons. Yeah. It was uh, Heroes of Cosplay. Yeah. She so, was pretty much a main character in that. She did cosplay and she's usually a judge for people who might have watched that show. Yeah. She goes to a lot of conventions as judges, as a judge and, you know, does a lot of, a lot of stuff. She's really, yeah. really in the cosplay community. She kind of does her own like business thing. That's her way of living basically. Yeah. She's one of the few people who is actually a professional cosplayer. Um, yeah. And she does really, really great work. Like, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's good. You're, it's astounding you know, how she and she gets these things done really fast. Yeah. Well, and her attention to detail is oh, amazing, yes. you know, because um, she takes it seriously. She's professional. If anybody ever finds that show, look it up because some of the work she does, even some of the other people who are on the show do really good work. You oh, can yeah. tell who actually knows what they're doing. It takes their time to yeah. have the right detail and good cosplay. And then the ones who are like, I just like to do it for fun. Yeah. You know, but so. it was nice to see a big range. You know? Yeah, exactly. So. And that's kind of what I was hoping that Call to Cosplay was going to be more like, oh, but yeah. not so dramatic. Because, you know, it was a new show on TV, so they added a bunch of drama to it. Yeah, and blah, hopefully blah, blah. it comes out a little bit better soon if yeah. they come up with the second season. Yeah. Well, anyway, going back to Yaya Han, though. Um, so she made the announcement that she's actually working now with McCall's, who... They're a company who make uh, patterns for costumes and clothing and all the like. There's you know hu- there's only a few big pattern companies to help um, at home seamstresses and you know male seamsters. M- <laughs> McCall. Yeah, McCalls. McCalls. Mm-hmm. And they just deal with fabric. Yeah, they make, like a like well, a Joann's, but like on a bigger scale. No, no, no. See, they don't sell fabric. What they sell is um, the patterns to make the clothes. Oh, so kind of like what we did for, say, your wedding dress, my vest. It's someone yeah. who would sell us the pattern, so you know what you're cutting out your material right. with. Oh, exactly. okay. I so see. It, it's basically how you learn to make clothes. Oh, so you're talking about like they're she's getting together with them, so she can sell them like what uh, cosplay ideas? Yeah. So, so the first two that she's uh, that are out now, technically, they're going to be selling them at a convention that she's going to later i believe it's in texas i'm not sure well it looks like we might go to texas no <laughs> oh psh, why not <laughs> because we don't have the money for okay, that fine. let's Get find out, out what the cosplay designs are okay so the first one is a very basic um bodysuit 
So that way you can build a cosplay off of using a bodysuit. Oh, okay. So it's the pattern for how to make it, basically. Yeah, it's never a bad idea to have a good foundation. Right, and that's exactly what she said. You know, she wanted to start off with that so that way people can, you know, use take their ideas to the fullest. And you can and... You start out using that every time for right. every cosplay you decide to do. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is actually a dress. I believe she calls it, I don't know what it is. It's a peacock dress, basically. It's green and it's got all these feathers on it. Oh. And, or maybe it's blue. I'm terrible with colors. Green and blue is memory. peacock. You know, you get a little purple in there. Well, yeah, but... I mean, if anybody's ever gone to like a Barnes and Noble or something and they, they sell puzzles, she's wearing this dress on one of the puzzles. Oh. Uh, it's like a fantasy puzzle or something. And she's oh, on yeah. Okay, I remember I pointed that. It yeah, I've yeah. seen that. Yeah. But anyway, um, we'll put a link to that in the notes too so you guys can see. It's pretty neat, you know, the fact that she's been able to partner up with this and, and make cosplay kind of more prolific. So. Okay, that's it. Yeah, uh, look for that, and I guess look to see what else she comes out with in the future. Hopefully, they'll be able to get more products, maybe on like on Amazon or like their own website, so you wouldn't have to necessarily go to a cosplay event. Oh, right, no, yeah, um, to get Ju- these products. Starting in July, they're going to be available online. Oh, fantastic! Like from the McCall's website, okay. and probably from her own website. That too. saves us from having to go to Texas. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could use a bodysuit. You you know we could we could have used it for making your cosplay for next week. Yeah, actually. Um, so as we lead into that yeah um good segue see what yeah, i did there yeah buddy. <laughs> so we're going to the star wars celebration down in anaheim next week mm-hmm. so we will uh, be bringing that up in our next episode for everybody here it's not necessarily a japanese-esque themed show but i figured it'd be great to talk about our experience for the four-day event of yeah. star wars well i'm sure we'll have we'll find something we'll, we'll find some stuff we'll make it work we'll, it'll be a whole cosplay show on star wars yeah well yeah because you're gonna cosplay one I am at cosplay. least one of the days maybe we'll maybe. see i might shave my beard no okay he can't, his beard is necessary for this cosplay i've i've told him he can't like cut it he trimmed it and he and it ruined the I shape ruined it. and i uh, was like what are you doing because you're not gonna look the same she anymore hit all of my shaving equipment no well okay yeah i did but that's okay you know <laughs> it's only for another week and uh, yeah. you, you need it so it's anyway okay. uh well i'm sure we'll have some photos of me hopefully with other people or just me yeah if you want to see what it is i guess you'll have to listen <laughs> uh give you a little bit of a, a hint you know start watching uh clone wars on netflix and uh maybe when you see my photo you can compare yeah. uh what a, I, who i might be a bearded character on, on clone wars on clone wars so there you go <laughs> ah, i think that's a pretty good hint i, I think so too and uh, on that note i think that's gonna conclude our episode thank you everybody for taking the time out to listen to us yeah. you can find us on twitter at super sugoi cast and you can also find us on facebook at super sugoi cast as well mm-hmm. and instagram you can Instagram, actually find yeah. us on all three of those at super sugoi cast um you can also send us a message an email if you will <laughs> <laughs> yeah email i think is the best way to put that yeah at, uh, so we're gonna be at super cast at gmail and then check out the network that's hosting us now notlg.com night of the living geeks for uh, people who don't know what to do research on what notlg stands for well yeah but you know the website's notlg.com oh of course but i just want to let people know what that stands for <laughs> Yeah, you know. there's a, there's a lot of other pretty cool uh, pod. I was gonna say cosplays. But yeah, <laughs> there, there's more podcasts on there to check out. Yeah, um, there's some fantastic ones like Yakity Cast is a great one. Yeah, you know, we and, were on that one a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so. you know, and you got like some other ones like Tornado Tags, great for like wrestlers who people want to look into the WWE and stuff like that. They could, there's a lot of great podcasts. Mm-hmm. And there's so. uh, Girls Interrupting. They actually just recorded the other they day. They did. Yeah, you they know. focus on comic books 
and it's all girls, so they're pretty fun to listen to. They yeah. have a good time. I think later tonight, uh, some people are going to be uh, doing what's known as uh, Last Honest Gamers, which is a good podcast about yeah. game systems and video games that these guys play. So check out the website. It's great for everybody in any genre they might want to listen to. Yeah, and also thanks to Alex Barroza for our music. We're going to put his link down there if you guys want to listen to more yeah chip tunes amazing stuff it's uh, not just chip tune though there's no. a little bit in there there's a little bit of everything there's but it's, little bit it's of, great some music good crunchy either way guitars and stuff. you'll, you'll <laughs> yeah. hear it if it's you, fun if you listen to the cosplay it's at the beginning and it's right after or, cosplay why you do i keep would, saying that i guess we should go cosplay tomorrow <laughs> yeah, i mean I hey so. let's not go mind. to work on monday we're just gonna go cosplay <laughs> yeah we'll find a store anyway if you like our music <laughs> check out the link anyway you guys have a great day uh yeah of the living geek.